Okay, Samantha LaBelle is going to join us. She is on a call with her chief executive officer. So we are going to go to our first guest here. We are going to just... um, We are just going to do all sorts of things today. So I'm going to... I'm going to try to get things done as quick as humanly possible so we can get these people in and get these people out. So We are going to go to our first guest here on our Sunday radio broadcast. And if they don't pick up, we will go to our next guest. Okay, we will go to our next guest. So let's do that. Let's uh, let's go on the telephone here and go out to uh, Aaron McDowell, who's going to join us here in just a few seconds. He is going to uh, be with us, and we are going to go to him. So we are going to go to Aaron. Who was going to join us here in just a few seconds here on the telephone? Hello, Aaron. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. We are uh, trying to get everybody in here and trying to get all sorts of things happening. So, so tell me a little bit about yourself, my friend. Um, I don't know. I'm just sitting in sunny Texas drinking a tequila right now. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, we we have got a, a great guest with us today. Joins us live here in a broadcast, Aaron McDonald and the Neon Eagles. And uh, Aaron, tell tell me a little bit about the band. Well, um, the band is I think they're they're about the best group of guys here in town, and uh, been playing with them for several years now, and um, we're just trying to make a go of it. I was climbing the corporate ladder for many years and uh, quit my job got married in uh, 2013 and my wife is from the houston area and said hey let's let's go down to austin and try to do this thing for real and so we've been doing that ever since awesome awesome it is yeah. aaron mcdonald and the neon eagles and he joins us today here on our big program and uh aaron you you have got a lot of great music uh tell us a little bit about your social media how do we find you on social uh, well, media? I would love folks to follow me on Instagram at, uh, at Honky Tonk Aaron. And, um, you know, we're on Facebook and all that stuff, Spotify, um, you know, Apple Music, all, all, all those those things. And, uh, yeah, we, we came out with that new single. Appreciate you spinning that, Tell the Devil, um, and should have a full-length record coming out later this year. So. Awesome, awesome. So, so let's yeah. talk a little bit about this new single we are going to play in here in just a few moments uh tell us all about it my man um well it's uh you know i'm sitting here talking about how great it is to quit your job and and uh move to another town and and try to play music for real but it's kind of a i guess it's a little bit of a sob story of uh, imagining uh, somebody you know moving and, and trying to do the thing whether it's acting or music or whatever 
and maybe it's not going so well and maybe you you uh, get in with the wrong crowd and maybe you start, you know, drinking and drugging a little bit too much and, and just wanting to go home to see your, your friends. So I just like to say that I, I try to usually take some sort of a, a true story and then maybe embellish it a little bit to make it a little more interesting or more dramatic. So it's definitely one of those. Awesome. Awesome. It is Aaron McDonald and the Neon Eagles. Join us today here on our big broadcast and uh, Tell the Devil is going to be the latest from them. We're going to play that here in just a few moments. And uh, so so people want to want to pick up your music, buy your music. How do they do that exactly, Aaron? Um, well, uh, you can go to my website, AaronMcDonald.com. We have um, a couple vinyls left from the last record and, and some CDs and things there. Uh, of course, the, the streaming services, like I mentioned, but uh, we just got our brand new store up. So I, I think I got six or seven new T-shirt um, uh, designs out. And um, so it's just, yeah, AaronMcDonald.com, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-D-O-N-N-E-L-L.com. So check that stuff out. And uh, we're playing all around Texas right now. So would love to see some folks out if they're in the area. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are going to do this. We are going to go to this track. We are going to play it here on our big program. And uh, thanks for joining us today, man. This has been fun. I uh, definitely want to do this again when we have a little bit more time. That, that, thanks for being on. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I really appreciate you having me and playing the music and getting it out there. So definitely. Thank you so much. Definitely. Well, I will be in touch. Thank you, Aaron. Have yourself a wonderful day, sir. You too, sir. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Thank you, man. There he goes. Aaron McDonald and the Neon Eagles. It is Tell the Devil, and it is here on the Big Broadcast. Wild West, wild nights, dark days, bright light. Sing me back home Turn around so called Forget the girls on the boulevard Just hand me the phone Crazy. 
is Tell the Devil, Aaron McDonald, and the Neon Eagles. Now, back to the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, starring comedian James Davis. Oh, yes, comedian James Davis, that guy. Remember comedian James Davis? He did one show. He broke our chair. And he vanished. Out of here, the comedian James Davis, gone. Gone, but not forgotten. So, let's go to our next guest. We are going to go to our next guest, and uh, we are going to see if we uh, we can get everybody in here. And I don't know where the where the hell is the damn bunny? Uh, and uh, that we we are going to go to our next guest here in just a few seconds here on our world famous Cheeky Chigwar Radio Broadcast. We are playing catch up today. Uh, Aaron Aaron McDonald uh, earlier. And uh, I believe we have our next guest with us today here on our program. Uh, by the way, um, that that uh, the setup that you have over there, my man, with the hats and the buttons. Uh, yes, sir. I love the hat and the buttons. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, I love metal. I I collect pins. I collect patches, and I figure. I will put it all on my hat to make this crappy looking hat look cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so uh so guys, give us a little bit of an uh, of an introduction, tell us a little about yourself, all these things, man. I am Eric Leviathan, vocalist and founder of Misanthropic Torment. I write all the lyrics. And I make weird obnoxious noises with my voice. I'm uh I'm Josh Freeman. Um, I did all the instrumentation and everything on this last Misanthropic Torment album and also some ridiculous noises. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, guys, tell us a little bit about the band. How did the band get started and all this stuff? Well, you know, I started Misanthropic Torment in late 2017 and, um, it was a solo act at first, you know, I mean, yes. I went through a lot of different lineup changeups and stuff like that. But uh, I started working with musicians all over the world. You know, the Internet's a beautiful thing. Um, you can send music to anybody and you can collaborate and do band practice that way. So the, the first few Misanthropic Torment albums were just with several different musicians. Um, we had a couple shows. I hired on a, key, a few musicians and stuff like that. Um, COVID-19 struck and then everything just went downhill, you know? Um, so I was working with, uh, Josh Freeman. He, he's a band on my independent label. I run a, um, misanthropic records and well, we got to talking and everything and we decided that we were going to do some collaboration. And next thing you know, we're in a band and we're doing this right here. We've created this album. Murder is my remedy. It's all about killing pedophiles and, uh, basically saying F you to a bunch of online trolls, you know? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, uh, how'd you guys come up with this name? That was, uh, that was me as well. You know, I, I I'm a narcissist, man. I, I kind of like when I'm writing, I have to name everything the right way. Murder is my remedy. Um, basically, it, it's. It, I don't know how PG thirteen I have to be on this show or not. Oh, you so can I'll, you can say whatever the hell you want, my man. 
All right, cool. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, I hate pedophiles. Um, I, I spent 16 years of my life in prison for uh, killing a pedophile. So, like, wow, I hate that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, well, well, you always yeah. you always hear you always hear about the guys who kill the pedophiles. I never thought I'd have one on the show. Uh... <laughs> you know, the thing is, is um, wow. if you take a look at our world and, and you see like the justice system, these pedophiles they go in there, they get six months in the county jail and lifetime probation, and slap on the hand saying, "Oh, you're just sick. It's it's okay. We'll fix you." Well, scientifically proven, you know. Um, if you take somebody and give them an MRI at the age of maturity, you can tell if they have pedophile tendencies. They're born that way. It is a sickness. However, there's no excuse for it. It can't be cured. So murder is my remedy. You know, you, you can't just imprison these people and let them out again because they will do it again. They will hurt a child. And for me, um, I, I just say coming from somebody who grew up in an abusive home and yada 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 you know i don't want to get too much on that but um i say eliminate them all i advocate for the death penalty for all pedophiles and uh you know um music is an expression it's a release and uh, unfortunately i can't run around killing pedophiles in real life so i have to scream and growl about it <laughs> awesome awesome so how do we go ahead and get a hold of you guys on social media websites all these things that will be Josh Freeman's department. Yeah. Um, so pretty much anything misanthropic torment, you can literally just search it. It's going to bring up everything. Uh, most of the stuff is on Bandcamp. Um, that's a good place um, for us because, you know, you directly support us um, if you go through Bandcamp. But, I mean, we're everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, the whole nine yards. All you got to do is search misanthropic torment and uh, something will show up. So you guys uh, have have I'm I'm sure some goals and, and and different things. Share with us some of the different goals for the music and everything. Um, well, as far as this album, um, you know, I just I ha honestly had a blast writing it. Um, it was it was fun to kind of get out of my uh, what I what I normally do. Um, and um, Eric and I had a, a pretty clear you know vision of what we wanted to do with this album. Um, and I love the way it turned out. I love doing the guest vocals on it and, and helping out with that. And I think everything came together kind of uniquely. It's a little different than the stuff that um, Eric usually usually does, but that's just because of my musical influence being interjected into it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So as far as um, as far as future stuff, um, trying to get some shows together. Um, I work kind of a weird schedule, so. I'm trying to make my stuff work um, and then um, see where that takes us. Um, hopefully we can get shows flowing pretty good. And then um, after that, maybe start writing on the, uh, the next album. Which is going to be awesome. I've already started writing songs for that album. Uh, one of them is called Kill Your Local Pedophile, and the other one is called Severed Penises. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> um. You know, my, my goal for this project, um, and, I, and I say that because I started this out by myself, and, and I, I'm happy that I have members now. You know, the other two couldn't be here today. But um, I hope that one day we can be just as big as Cannibal Corpse. That is my goal. You know, we've been compared to bands like Dying Fetus, uh, Morbid Angel, and uh, 
Six Feet Under, which is a huge compliment, man, because I idolize all these bands. Um, to say that we sound like any of them, I, I don't want to take that. Like, it's a good compliment, but it's hard to digest because these bands are really huge. And uh, we're just, we're, we're nobody right now, you know what I mean? But um, I'm hoping that one day we can get there. That is that is the goal for uh, Misanthropic Torment. We I want to take this project to Europe and as far as it can go, you know, um, I just want to spread the music and spread the message of pedophiles should die and um, everybody needs to open their eyes. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I just want to go uh, clearance target shopping with Corpse Grinder. Yes! <laughs> yes! That's Go buy awesome. some stuffed animals for our kids and watch people freak yeah. out like, oh my god, what are these people doing? <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. Target with grinder. That would be great. So uh, you guys have uh, some, some, some pretty cool content on your YouTube channel. Um, tell us a little bit about Torment Purge. We're going to play that here in a few moments. Oh, yeah, that is uh, Misanthropic Torment Purge. Um, the song, basically, that's the first song that we did. Um, I, I contacted Josh. I was like, man, I've got these lyrics, and I need some I need some music for this. And I told him what I was going for. I was going for the Six Feet Under style. And it's basically saying, you know, tonight I need to purge. Tonight I need to murder a pedophile. I need to kill somebody who is a disgusting piece of shit. <laughs> what do you think josh you think i'm too much man <laughs> oh no, no, that that kind of hits it right on the head right there but no he uh he he sent me the lyrics and stuff and um i just kind of uh I, I ran his words through my own filter and and he kind of gave me a direction and um i feel like especially for that being the first song we did together like that's it's came out really 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 strong Awesome. Well, we are going to do this. We are going to go to it. And uh, thanks for joining us today, guys. You have been fantastic. I uh, I appreciate you making as much time as you did for us today. And we are uh, going to go to this song. Thanks for being with us, guys. Oh, yeah. By the way, by the way, Eric, that um camera that you're using, what the hell are you using? Because you've got a hell of a setup there my friend oh <laughs> that that's my studio um I, I do a lot of recording here but that's all pa equipment for when we go live i just bought this camera off of amazon for like 17 bucks <laughs> <laughs> well it is it is tremendous so it was well 17 bucks spent brother Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are going to go to Purge. And uh, I appreciate you guys being with us today. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having Thank us you. on. We definitely appreciate it. Definitely. Definitely. I will definitely talk to you soon. You guys have yourself a uh, wonderful, wonderful Sunday. We are going to go to Misanthropic Purge Torment with the Purge. I'm going to get it right at some point. Here it is on our big project. Of course. 
Bands. Are you kidding me? Uh, okay. How do you have four fucking bands? I don't know how that works. But we are going to go to our next guest. Here in just a few seconds, we are going to call them on the telephone because, of course, the only way they can join us is on the phone.
Actually, we will do this. We will go to Jafar. And uh, we are going to go to our next guest. He's going to join us here in just a few seconds here on our big program. And uh, we are also going to go see if we can find the bunny. I don't know if the bunny is anywhere to be found. By the way, our guest, I, I, before we bring him on here, uh, you have a hell of a setup there, my friend, with the, uh, the background. The, the, the background is great. Um, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, my friend? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I can't hear you. You might need to make a couple of adjustments. It is Skype, so... <laughs> that, that that will give me a little bit of a time to uh, see if I can find the damn bunny and get her in here. How, how, there how we are. I've got you. you. You sound excellent. That mic uh, is doing a good job there for you, my friend. How are okay, you? Great. Thanks. So uh, we are going to... I literally typed in Bunny instead of her actual username on Skype. That That is hilarious. Okay, we, we, we are going to go try to find Lena the Bunny and bring her in here. <laughs> this, you know, this, this show today has been uh, just kind of off the rails and off and running. But uh, we do have our, our next guest with us. By the way, like I said, that background you've got there is a hell of a deal. You've got quite the setup there, my friend. Yeah, it's just, you know, kind of makes it, uh, you know, more focused on me, right? Rather than whatever's <laughs> going to be in the, in the back. Yes, and yes. I'm obviously trying to hide some hide some things back there. So. Hey, that, that that's fine. That's fine, you know. So, uh, so, so tell us a little bit about your background. Give us a brief introduction here, my friend. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So basically, um, you know, uh, I... Immigrated to the United States about 20 years ago, originally from Pakistan. Uh, you know, I just came here as a university student, like a lot of people. And uh, I'd always been, you know, very much interested and passionate about music. So uh, actually, when I first, you know, came to the U.S., uh, this was in 99, 2000. Uh, one of the first things that I purchased was a was a guitar, and it wasn't my first guitar, but you know it was that much of a priority that I I, I got that even before I got my, my books. So uh, and, and my roommate he also kind of played guitar, but at that time I was very much you know not very skilled at it. But you know we yeah. we would you know get together and jam to like Metallica and you know whatever famous songs were coming out at that time, Linkin Park, etc. So. Uh, uh, you, you know, it, this was at, at a time when I was, a lot, you know, much more of a music fan than anything. You know, I was, it was not anywhere in my mind to, you know, actually consider myself as a musician or someone who makes music, uh, et cetera. So, you know, I just kept absorbing what was going on. You know, that time, the early 2000s was very hot for rock music. Great new bands were coming out. Um, you know, there was a lot of cool shows, uh, bands like uh, um, Creed, Incubus, uh, Linkin Park, uh, and, you know, uh, these. Uh, I used to love these bands and uh, they were very inspiring to me. And then also, obviously, the, the more classic early 90s stuff like the Pearl Jams and the Stone Temple Pilots, etc. That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, but at this time, you know, I'm really into like the new metal stuff. So 
it was around 2005, you know, after I was done with college and I was doing jobs here and there, that I thought that, hey, maybe I should give this music thing a try because I'm, I'm so into it and, you know, my, my playing has gotten better over the years. So I, um, I just, you know, downloaded some software on, on my PC. I think it was... Um, it was called acid or something yes yes indeed yes indeed i remember that program yes yep so it was uh, a digital audio workstation or whatever and then you know since i was you know i was skilled with computers so I, I i got like the interface and set everything up and started recording my guitar and i i got some you know drum software i think it was called pc drummer or something it was it was very basic like if you listen to the sample sounds they, they sound like they're from the 80s so <laughs> So I, I went about and I, I just, uh, you know, I just started recording stuff on pre-programmed drums. And I was like, hey, this doesn't sound too bad. You know, maybe I should take this further. And, um, you know, at, 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 at that time, I, I hooked up with a friend of mine um, who was a lead guitar player. And then we actually recorded an album for the local Pakistani audience. Uh, but at that time, the music scene over there was so hot and it was so competitive. Rock bands were popping up like, you know, you wouldn't believe that we were just like, you know, it's just going to be very difficult to get heard. And, you know, especially the quality is really high. So I kind of just dropped that at that time. And I went about my, you know, day to day work life. So then uh, fast forwarding to 2012. This is when I, I, I was in uh, Boston at that time. And uh, I was I think it was more out of boredom than anything that I went on Craigslist and I said that, hey, you know, I play guitar. I'm looking to join a band, et cetera. And I, I met up with this band, uh, like a Boston band. They're called My Own Exile. They're like a, they're well known in the region. Like they do shows and gigs and they open for big acts and festivals and things like that. So they were doing a side project. So I, I joined up with them. And I, we just started jamming two two days a week. We did this for about two to three months. And this was like a Stone Temple Pilots tribute band that we did. Uh, and, you know, because we all used to love that band so much that, you know, we would just get a joy out of playing those songs. And there was never really any talk about recording or playing live or anything like that. So we did that for a few months. And then, you know, it, the, the schedule just sort of, you know, got me, uh, you know, it just became a little bit cumbersome to keep up with what was going on. And, you know, since I wasn't really that interested in pursuing anything, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just going to kind of get back to my my regular life and stuff. Uh, but then, uh, you know, I think it was like a year or two later that I realized that playing in that band, I had improved so much as a musician that maybe I should do something about it. And, you know, at that time I was like, you know, 34, 35. I'm thinking it's, if it's ever going to, if I'm ever going to do something, it's going to be now. So then when I, then I got back into uh, my, at that time I moved to New Jersey. And uh, I went, I went on Craigslist again. And then I found this uh, studio here in New Jersey called Backroom Studios. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm a rock musician or whatever, and I want to record an album. Can you guys help me help me out and stuff? They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, come on in. And, you know, they were super, like, friendly with the, uh, with me and uh, very supportive, and they hooked me up with, you know, musicians and writers and producers, et cetera, et cetera. 
So uh, actually, this guy is uh, he's like a music industry pro. Like he's the guitar tech for the band Deftones, and uh, you know they're like a famous That's metal a hell band. Of a deal. And then, yeah. And then he himself was in the band called Dillinger Escape Plan. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I interviewed one of the guys from the Dillinger Escape Plan years and years ago on, on, on Jiggy Jag TV. So that 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 is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So so this guy is one of their rhythm guitarists. I don't know if he's one of the original members, but he's he's one hell of a guitar player. And uh he he performed he used to perform live with them. So he uh hooked me up with a with one of his producer friends and we uh recorded a whole album. And at that time, I really, I, the band was called Soul Disaster. Okay. And I was going for a real like metal vibe kind of thing, and I and it's up on like Spotify and all that stuff. So it was it, it was real funny experience that I was actually planning on. I had a preset list of songs that I wanted to record with a drummer, and he hooked me up with this drummer who's like uh, he's also like an industry pro, like he plays with Frank Iero from My Chemical Romance and you know so he's he's really wow. good at what he does. You got all sorts of people yet you know. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, so it just kind of, you know, happened for me, you know, like one one step after the next. So so what happened was it's a really funny story. So so I get in the studio with this guy. Uh his name his name's Matt. So and the producer's like all right, let's do a little sound check. So he just hit the record button and Matt started playing something, and I started playing something, and we didn't stop for like an hour. We went straight for an hour, and that one hour of impromptu, spontaneous playing turned into an album. And that's the Soul Disaster album. Uh, if you ever want to check it out, you know it's it's on uh, it's on the major platforms. And I was like, wow, I can't believe we did this. So all I had to do was track bass and vocals, and I was done. So, and this was around 2017. So, so I uploaded it on Spotify, and I'm like checking it every day. I'm like, zero plays, zero plays, zero plays. I'm like, why isn't anybody listening to this? You know, and I, I was just like, maybe it's just not you know something people like, and I just kind of gave up on that right there. I had I had no concept of, you know, getting you know, a PR, you know, company involved or doing any promotions for it or anything like that. So I just, I just forgot about it altogether. And, uh, I was like, Oh, you know, I guess it's just, you know, what, what's happened. So, so this was, this was 2017. So then, you know, I, I, I had a kid and everything and I got family life and everything. And, uh, coming forward to now when this lockdown thing happened, you know, uh, a lot of musicians actually get went back into the den of like writing and stuff because they, you know, especially the ones who who toured regularly, they weren't. And you know, if you check online, on a lot of musicians are doing at home concerts and things like that, and that kind of triggered me into thinking, oh, you know, this is this is going to give me some spare time uh, since you know. We're going to be home a lot, so maybe I'll get back into this music thing, you know. Just so, so I'm I'm browsing the internet on Fiverr, and, and I find this writer producer guy. <laughs> That's awesome that you were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you were you were browsing Fiverr. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. So so I find this writer producer guy. His name is Rezasa. He's some. I think he's. Like, I don't know. I don't know how old he is, but he's like a 
guy in Indonesia who's a pro writer-producer. And I heard some of his samples, and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. This is just the kind of music I like, and uh, I wonder what it would be like to make an album with this person. So I sent him a message, and I'm like, hey, I'm interested in what you're doing, and et cetera, et cetera. I want to do some music. And he's like, you know, yeah, let's go for it and everything. So I started collaborating with him. And uh, that is what came out to be uh, those songs that I've sent you. Excuse me, uh, Pain and Gone Away and Daylight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that album, in my view, has turned into something special because it's like the culmination of all my years of, you know, making music kind of ca casually, learning things. Uh, learning how to sound better and learning how to be a better performer and everything. And this is like the culmination of all of that. So, yeah, that's kind of how I, how I how I arrived at this, uh, this awesome. stuff. Awesome. Well, uh, well, well, Samantha has joined us. Uh, Samantha, do you have any questions for our guest? He has uh, got quite the background, Middle Eastern music scene, all sorts of weird things going on. And he just he's just managed <laughs> to just put himself in the right places, my friend. Uh-oh. I can't hear you, Samantha. I can see your lips moving. Can you hear me now? Perfect. I've got you. Yep, I can hear okay. you. Okay. I had to take out the headphones. It happens. So how do you think it's been as far as like with the Middle Eastern music combining with the U.S. Uh, music scene? Oh, so... So I'd actually, um, I've always focused on rock, hard rock, alternative rock. And when I was doing the music, like, uh, you know, the Eastern, for the Eastern audiences, we did obviously add in the flair, the local flair and things because we wanted to, you know, appeal to the local scene. But um, it I turned out that with me that since I'd heard so much like, you know, Western rock, my style of singing was more suited for that because if you if you ever listen to like more traditional eastern music the, the the singers are just like going all over the place and you know their styles are like very vibrato heavy and you know i was like okay i'm not i'm not that kind of a singer uh my my vocal style matches the most in in um the style of eddie vedder the the singer for pearl jam and i guess you could say scott wyland from Stone Temple Pilots, you know those types of singers because they're they're kind of baritone and uh, it's you know they, they have more of a you know a scratch voice and you know they it's they put a lot of feel in their singing and I, it's just what I grew up listening to so mm -hmm. that that kind of style didn't suit very well with the you know the Eastern audiences because they uh, whatever's you know is successful there is like the more traditional style where they're just ah, you know doing yeah. stuff like that right mm -hmm. so 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 I so I was like you know I'll stick with what's suited more for my style based on my influences and and my influences were you know late 80s early 90s your Guns N' Roses Pearl Jam Metallica uh Nirvana and you know then came the Foo Fighters etc cetera, etc cetera. so um yeah and and that's yeah that's hope that answers your question oh yeah yeah that answers it 
does. So how do we how do we find you on social media and websites and all these things, my friend? Because because you've got you've got quite the background here and everything. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not the best person at when it comes to making an online you know presence and everything because uh, I I I just think that there's so many mediums and then so many people there it's just in my mind it just makes me wonder is it even going to have much of an impact but i do have a, a youtube page and if you just type in dark sahara on youtube um and you know somewhere in there you're gonna I, i'm not sure what the rank is and everything but it should come up and then i i have a soundcloud page also and that should also come up uh I wonder if Dark Sahara is going to do it or not, but but I do have a SoundCloud page where I post all my songs, and uh, then I I just have the two songs, uh, Pain and Gone Away, up on Spotify and Amazon Music, uh, but they do work with Alexa. So if you ever want to hear them, you just say, Hey Alexa, you know, play this song by that. It, it'll play it. So uh, other than that, um, yeah, I haven't done much besides that for you know my online presence mm-hmm. okay. awesome. IG awesome. might be a good way to go though just yes. like a little you can do little reels and clips and everything that's what I have all my artists do and the engagement really works like people really oh yeah Instagram oh. yeah mm-hmm. I, I do have an Instagram uh, account as well but it, it hasn't really done much for me I mean it's it just seems like these platforms they're not they're not really doing much for independent artists in the sense that a you if you don't spend money to promote your video they you know they, they give it that initial boost like you know 20 30 views and then if people are not sharing it liking it and watching the whole thing then these, then these platforms just don't you know suggest your videos any further and i mm-hmm. had that that happen to me with youtube uh, I've put, posted a lot of videos on YouTube, and er, every single one of them, it, you know, you, it, YouTube helped me get up to around 70, 80 views, and then it stops. And this is for videos that are way years old as well. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll buy some promotions or something. And I did. I spent a little bit of money to do that. And those promotions just get you a fixed number of plays, and then it stops right there. So basically, what these platforms are doing is that they test out a video very early in its you know uh life and then unless people are watching the whole thing liking subscribing and sharing them those videos are going to get ranked out of, of out of the searches so these these platforms have done you know nothing for me in that mm-hmm. in that regard so you know then I, then I was looking for alternatives to get my music heard and then i you know i've been looking for fiverr there's there's options and opportunities there. Uh, I didn't. I honestly didn't even know that you could, you know, hire a radio station to you know play your music. But you know, fortunately, oh I found yeah, a way there to is all sort. There is all sorts of things that are going on on the on the internet. <laughs> but 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 I'll tell you, you have an you have a very very interesting story and. Uh, just a just an amazing background and i thank you for coming on today and chatting with me and samantha this has definitely been a fun fun deal thank you my friend yeah sure glad glad to be here talk to you guys well uh but before we let you go uh once again run it down for me how do we get in touch with you on the web and and, and everything else 
Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to, you know, Skype is probably the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, my, the other way would be, uh, I guess, my email. You know, I, and, yeah, I mean, you, you'd literally have to write it down to actually get in touch with me. Unfortunately, I don't have. Well, we, we will do like this. Um, you've got my information. Send me over. Uh, all the information that you want people to know about. And when we post this interview to our website at gjagradio.com, we will uh, we'll include all that and uh, we'll put this out on social media and everything else that people can uh, can get in touch with you that way, my friend. Okay, yeah, I, I'd appreciate that. Yes, yes. Well, Thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, I got to get to our next guest, but, but thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Definitely, Ooh. definitely. Thanks there he goes. And uh, we are going to get into it with our next guest here in just a few moments. And uh, just a just a heck of a deal. Um, we have we have we have had all sorts of things going on because, of course, it's any given Sunday, as Samantha likes to say. Exactly. Uh, that, <laughs> just, just never know what's going to happen here on a Sunday. <laughs> I have a, we're going to be doing this remote in Kansas City in, I believe, next month. And uh, I need you to send me a photo that you want on the poster because they are excited as punch that you're going to be doing Skype interviews with them. Really? So they want to put you on the poster. (laughs) Oh, Awesome. I'm honored. I will send that. So yeah, send, send that over to me and I'll get it to them because, uh, cause I, they, they, they sent me, you know, all sorts of messages and I'm like, okay, Samantha is going to be coming in on Skype on the Sunday show. And they're like, well, yeah, we still want to put her on the poster. Cause she's a big deal. Oh, so, <laughs> I will send that today. So you're a big deal. Wow. So we are, <laughs> Dang, I'm giving out posters now. So you know look at that. There's Bruce. Okay. I love that yeah. background. Uh yeah, we it's a high society over here. Hey, uh <laughs> how are you, sir? I'm all right. Are you able to reach Frank? Uh I am attempting that. Okay, I wanted there. to make sure I could get you on first here. Okay. Uh, we neither of us have used Skype in about five years, so that's the thing. It was like a whole relearning deal. <laughs> I wasn't even sure it still existed. So, yes, I'm so glad that it still exists because uh, I can't stand Zoom. Uh, okay. So, is there any way you can add him on your end? Uh, and then he'll come in here with us because I think you can go up to the thing that says add people to the call. Uh, I am looking for that. Pretend I'm not here if you can see. Oh, me. yeah. My wife is going to try to help. Hey, out. you know, that, that's that, I that, that, that's just that's theater. fine. That's fine. You know, uh, if, 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 if it wouldn't if it wouldn't no, be from would that would be ad person. Right there, there we go. If it yeah. wouldn't be for my wife, I, I sometimes wouldn't have this show because uh, she 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 uh she saves my ass on many occasions. So, uh, uh, <laughs> we, we, we all can't be like Samantha who right. just does She's, it all. Uh, the announcer for the local roller derby. So that's kind okay, of, okay. So it says calling Frank right there. There we go. It looks like we're <laughs> dialing him up. 
Local roller I have on. I'm hiding again. Hey, well, you got your suicidal tendencies hat. That's pretty cool. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> there he is. Frank, how Hello. are you, sir? Hey, hold on. Let me uh, throw my headphones on. He's going to put headphones on, which is always good. Yeah. Well, see, Samantha yes, had headphones on earlier, and we, we couldn't hear her talk, so she had to take hers off. Yeah, yep, take mine off for Sunday. <laughs> By the way, Samantha, your hair is fantastic today. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, and Bruce, you're not bad yourself there, baby. I know. I was say, <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm getting my first haircut in 18 months on Tuesday. Well, look at uh, that. I'm lucky I made it this long. You made it this long. Look at that. So, uh... Bruce, give us a little bit on your on your guys' background, and then we'll talk a little bit about the band here. Uh, background personally or background with the band? Background with the band. T- tell me and Samantha all about it. We we, we, we want to act like that we don't know anything about this, so well, we you guys can do. better educate my, us, even uh, though I've got press material. <laughs> my history with the Streetwalking Cheetahs is rather bizarre because uh, in the late 90s, I worked at an indie label called Triple X Records, Frank contacted me about potentially doing a street walk and cheetahs record. And I went out and saw the band and was blown away. And I went back to the office and go, yeah, we got to sign this band to street walk and cheetahs. They're great. And everybody went and saw them and loved them, but they weren't sure we could find an audience for them right away. Meanwhile, the band went and recorded, uh, a show at KXLU, the local radio station. It came out really good. Like, like a record, like a great live record. Uh, he brought it in on dat and he goes, would you guys be into putting this out? And it was like, well, it doesn't even cost us any money. Yeah, we'll put it out. And it was a hit. And, uh, Frank, tell him about Rolling Stone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were this scrappy band. We had done a couple records with bomb records, which was a smaller kind of legendary indie label, uh, Greg Shaw, who was kind of like the West coast impresario of indie rock at the time. He had done Iggy pops, kill city record. He'd done the Steve Bader's solo record disconnected. The he discovered the Plimsolls, Josie cotton. And wow. one night this kind of a, a funny story is that he came and saw us play one night and, you know, he had put out, records by the dead boys and the stooges and the mc5 and the night he saw us we were still essentially a cover band doing songs by the dead boys the stooges the mc5 the runaways and we had a few originals in there and he i think he was just really drunk that night because he came up to me after the show and he goes you guys were fantastic that was great how'd you like to do a record it was like you know an old-fashioned like we got offered a record deal on our fourth gig backstage at the coconut teaser but the the, the rub was <laughs> Is that he goes, man, those songs are terrific. And I was like, well, yeah. In my head, I'm going like, yeah, of course they're terrific. They're punk's greatest hits. And he was like, you, you guys, you can, you got more songs like that too. And I realized that he thought we wrote Cherry Bomb and I Want to Be Your Dog. At least at that moment, he was just baffled. He goes, you guys can write more hits like that. And I go, oh, well, well, sure we could, Greg. And I, and I went backstage to the band and I went, well, we have good news and bad news. The good news is we just got signed to Bomp Records. They're like, oh my God, that's incredible. What's the bad news? I go, well, we have to immediately write an entire album, and it's got to basically be at the level of the Stooges and the MC5. And they're like, what? Frank, it was Greg that saw you, not Patrick? No, Greg saw us and then passed us on to Patrick Boisel. Yeah, Patrick Boisel. I was going to chastise you for not doing the French accent. 
Well, I didn't want to make fun of French people. Let's let's keep. Oh, it don't worry about there, it. You know? I make fun of all the different races on this program. Samantha's oh, heard okay. me. Samantha's well, heard me do a Chinese voice. She's heard me do all sorts of things, and oh, and she does just that. She shakes her head in disapproval. Yeah, I was say, she looks <laughs> like she's like oh god, and again with the Chinese voice. Oh, Johnny Kim. He's got to we, 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 we always got to talk about my, my friend Johnny every once in a while. This program. Oh, Ziggy. But uh, so <laughs> I, I'll get I'll, I'll fill you guys in a little bit on this. We, we I used to book for a local promoter by the name of Johnny Kim and he was you know your strong traditional Asian male and he never could pronounce Jiggy he always called me Ziggy and uh so you know we just every once in a while I always have to break out a a Johnny thing so yes if if, if you need to do an impression go right on ahead my friend (laughs) (laughs) well thank you now allow me to make now allow me to make fun of French people. Um, okay, no. let's go. But anyway, uh, <laughs> essentially what happened what happened was uh, we did a couple records for Bomp, and then that was just kind of the end of that story. And then I had met Bruce Duff, and I sent him. Uh, we were talking about doing a record, and I sent him that live record. And the funny thing was that we had already made two studio records that just you know they came out, they got some press, but they didn't catch on. And then, like Bruce said, we made this record that was just live in a room on a radio station, blasted through our whole set at the time. And that was the record that ended up getting us in Rolling Stone and Spin. And we got in all the guitar mags and we got a booking agent. And suddenly we were out on the road with Reverend Horton Heat and Fishbone and Super Suckers and Turbo Negro. And literally, it wasn't like we suddenly were selling a million records. But considering we were playing, you know, bars to 30 people and then suddenly we're like being called the best punk band in the land by Rolling Stone and on tour playing like House of Blues and theaters, all of a sudden we're like, I, I... I think we're doing okay. <laughs> I think we're doing okay. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so Samantha, I, I, I know you've probably got some questions for these guys because it seems like they've been around the world twice. Yes, they have. Well, are y'all going to go around the world again once this pandemic ends? I mean, you know, it's a weird thing because we made this record right before COVID and then we were lucky because all we had to do was mix it during COVID, which was a lot easier than trying to yeah, make a whole studio too. record. Yeah, we did some vocals, but it was stuff that we could finish up without having to all get, you know, get like five, six people in a room together. Uh, and because no one can tour right now, what we've done is leaned really heavily into music videos. Uh, I'm a director and a producer, you know, in my career outside of rock and roll and Dino Everett, uh, our bass player, he has a film background and uh, all the guys in the band are real creative. So we've been doing a lot of music videos. I've been playing a lot of acoustic shows. I mean, the funny thing is, you know, I came up playing in these barnstorming, blood curdling, crazy rock and roll bands with pummeling drums and loud marshals turned to 10. And for the last year, all I've done is solo acoustic shows where I'm playing, you know, everything from my stuff and Bob Dylan and Iron Maiden acoustic, which in the end, it just all sounds like Johnny Cash. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, these days you just got to you got to do what you got to do. Right. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, uh, where where do you guys see yourself here here in a couple years as as far as musically and touring and doing all the stuff that you're doing? I sure hope I'm not sitting in my fucking apartment still, you know, <laughs> doing all my interviews and work from there. My God, I'm so sick of of 
my own surroundings. But <laughs> I don't know, Bruce, where, where do you see us going after this? I mean, so, I, you know, the record's been out three days, so it's a little hard to gauge. But uh, <laughs> the reaction to it so far has been super positive. Uh, I, You know, I never really feel good until I see one really, really bad review, just so I know we're not being jived. But um, so far, everything's been really up. And, uh, you know, before this all hit, we were talking with a label in Spain about doing a variation on the album and maybe coming over to play at least in Spain, which is still sort of the greatest rock and roll touring place in the world. It's just so fun. So we'd love to do that, maybe get out to the East Coast. You know, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, you know, we got to reestablish uh, acquaintances with different agents and stuff. That's been off the table for a long time. So got to kind of get those things back together, a few business moves. But, uh, you know, I think we can get out there and do quite a bit of playing and, you know, take the music back to the people. It's It's hard to say when it's going to happen, like I know we're friends with the Super Suckers. Uh, they have shows booked in October. I will work with Josie Cotton. She's got a show at the Greek Theater booked for September. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I know they can't <laughs> do it with people sitting every four seats because it's one of those big 80 shows and everybody's got to get paid. They won't even make enough money to cover the cost if it's one-fourth capacity. So yes. I, I just wonder when and if you know, now, last day on the news, I heard about the potential fourth wave because of all these states that just said, to hell with it, throw away your mask and go party. You know, so <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. Well, you know, so Samantha's got a show planned for uh, July. And uh, oh, yeah. so mm -hmm. that's very optimistic, I would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we already got the venue. We got the hotels booked. I mean, yeah, we're. We're, we're ready. It's going to be in Kansas. So. I'm coming to your show. Hey. Yeah, I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, man. Screw the West Coast. I'm coming to Kansas. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast right now, but I'm traveling to Kansas. Yeah. My hometown. I'm, I'm working the red carpet. I got seven artists, so we're doing it. I like it. I like it. So uh, well, hope it happens. I, I, you know, everyone wants to get out there. You know, you just you just got to wait for the clearance, I guess. I, I mean, I it seems worse in Europe. I will say that it seems like they're like they've most of the agents I've talked to in Europe have completely taken 2021 off the table. Wow. I think uh, wow. for us, it's really going to be until, you know, touring really opens up. It's going to be music videos and webcasts and acoustic shows and stuff that you can do a little bit more socially distant or stuff that you can be sort of creative on and not have to necessarily pack a bunch of people in a room. Uh, so, I mean, with this album, the album's called One More Drink, by the way. It came out on Friday on Deadbeat Records. Yep. And the album, you know, half of it is very, very punk rock and sort of the pummeling chainsaw rock that we do. But we also, we've always had this very, like, poppy, kind of cheap, tricky sort of radio rock influence, but like a 70s, early 80s radio rock thing. And so we made sure on this record, I like, you know, this is our first record in 20 years. I didn't want it to just be like 10 fast punk songs. That just sort of seems <laughs> like we've we've grown, you know, we've grown up a little bit. We're, we're much better songwriters. And I want to represent that old school punk side of us. But I wanted there to be a more, dare I say, mature, sophisticated or at least melodic side to the record. Which actually gives us a lot of opportunity to make music videos because there's these very hooky songs with solid lyrics and it seems like visuals are like a no-brainer. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we have got uh, this track that we are going to play here in just a few moments. We are the one you've been waiting for. To tell us a little bit about this. It's a sort of our ode to 80s new wave and john hughes films this is sort of our breakfast club <laughs> pretty awesome. in pink kind of like you know like if you can imagine you know uh standing there with a with a ghetto blaster big stereo and a trench coat in front of your girlfriend's house this is the song coming out of it if you can imagine sitting with your high school sweetheart on the table with the birthday cake after prom went awry this is the song that we'll be playing it's our ode to the psychedelic furs and modern english and Duran Duran and all that new wave synth rock, but done through our own sort of cheap, tricky power pop punk filter. <laughs> and Frank made a really, really, really cool video that goes with it. If you want to look yes, it up, yes, so we are we are planning on uh, playing that for our television viewers here. So, so this is uh, this is definitely going to be a quite the trip. And uh, guys, you you have been fun. That th thanks for doing this. <laughs> Yeah, Why, no thank you because because yeah. uh, you, you you brought us some good music great conversation i love the stories i i i we definitely have to have you back and, and tell us more stories because uh, you, you guys you, have got some good I'll stuff you, i'll tell you one other quick anecdote about the yes go ahead fun, go ahead brother go is, ahead so we we on our older records, you know, the band is called the Streetwalking Cheetahs because we essentially started as a punk rock cover band. And one of our big influences was the Stooges. So we named ourselves after a Stooges song of the lyric in Search and Destroy that says, I'm a streetwalking cheetah with a heart full of napalm. So it was always a thing for us, you know, like we always made sure we put a couple cover songs on each record that really indicated like this is these are our heroes. This is what we're about. We always want to make. And if we could team up with guys like Wayne Kramer and Sylvain Sylvain and Cheetah Chrome and all these sort of punk proto punk heroes of ours, we felt that was like a cool way to sort of seal the deal. Uh, on this record, we don't have any covers. But what we did instead is we made we brought in a couple of our heroes. And in a way, it was sort of to cover our ass because we wrote a song that sounded shockingly like the adolescence. And we thought, well, no one can accuse us of ripping off the adolescence if we get the guitarist from the adolescence on it. And the title track <laughs> is sort of an ode to Dramarama. In fact, really, it's just kind of a rewrite of Last Cigarette by Dramarama, except I made it about booze instead of cigarettes. But again, I thought, geez, you know, I don't want anyone to think I just knocked off a Dramarama song, but if we get John Easdale from Dramarama to sing it as a duet with me, then it's a tip of the hat and not a ripoff. So you see <laughs> that fine line that between awesome. clever and ripping off. is a, It's a fine line, guys. You just got to walk it hard and mean and confidently. <laughs> and the other guest we have is a Paul Rossler, keyboard player who seems to end up on everybody's records because he runs a studio where we record and keyboards right there hey paul how about you know what, what if an organ was here and he'll just do it for you so he's on four songs too and in fact when i close the uh, laptop here i'm heading over to his studio today awesome awesome well well well, well. well gentlemen i appreciate you doing this we are going to go play this music video in the song and uh samantha i will talk to you after we get done with this and uh frank and bruce thank you guys thank you good luck with your show samantha yeah, Thank we'll you. Appreciate it. Play LA. You we'll see it. you at the Redwood. We we are going to do this. We are going to go to 
the street walking cheetahs and it's here on your big broadcast as we go coast to coast and border to border kids Oh, 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 
Wow. The street walking cheat is one more drink. The LP, the CD, it is out now on Deadbeat Records. Dead-beat-records.com. And that is that. We are going to do this. We are going to take a quick little timeout. About a minute and a half. If you have any complaints about me, this show, or anyone else on it, you could kiss my ass. I'll fight. Oh, I'll boy. fight all the way. And you know what? The court, I'll be I go to court Monday morning, the judge will say, you know you did wrong. I'll tell you, sir. Your Honor, I know I did wrong. I shouldn't have fought that officer. Yes. And he'll say, Gary, why'd you do that? And I'll say, because I didn't agree with the officer taking me in. Okay. And the judge will say, you're screwed. What do you expect me to do about this, hurt? Gary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll say, oh. he'll say, what do you expect me to do about Oh, Gary the Indian guy. We are back live here on our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. We are going to go to our next guest. She's going to join us here in just a few seconds. All sorts of things are happening today. And we go to our next guest. She's going to join us here in just a few moments. How are you, my friend? Can you hear us? I can see you. I can hear you. We can't see you, though. Is there? Not yet. I'm sure there's a button you can push. A button? Uh, there's a button in the middle. A video button. There you go. We got you. You see me? Awesome. Great. Well, let, let, let me get my cavalcade of craziness and, 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 and all these uh, all these crazy people in here. Uh, of course, it is hour number three. Hour number, well, it seems like hour number three. Hour number two of the world famous Chicky Jaguar radio broadcast. And uh, we are going to go to Samantha. She is going to join us in just a few seconds. And uh, then we are going to get... We, we may get the bunny in here. I don't know if she'll, if she'll pick up the, the, the old Skype. She, uh, she was telling me the other day that uh, she has the African military men coming to her house. I don't know what the hell any of that means. But she just is... She's got all sorts of crazy stories. She won't let me put them on the air, though. But uh, Samantha is back with us. <laughs> How are you, my friend? <laughs> it good. It, it's just uh, it's just craziness today, and uh, I think we've got eyes with us. Eyes, you know, I, you were there and then you were gone. We we we, we had video and then we didn't. What happened? There we are. Oh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad angle, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you. We've got you. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing pretty great today. Just released. Um. Oh, well, I guess <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> that's one thing I like about you is that you, you, you're a real person. You're, 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 you're not one of these clowns sometimes we have on this show where they... Where they're so, they're so put together and professional and perfect, and I'm like, you can't be a real person. 
<laughs> so, uh, so tell me and Samantha a little bit about this latest uh, project that you've got out there, my friend. Yes. Oh, so my latest single is Go For It. It just released yesterday. So if you're trying to find it on other uh, streaming services, it will get there. But right now it's on Spotify, Bandcamp, uh, Amazon Music. So if you have title and all that, it will get there. Just be patient, my friends. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So uh, Samantha always, uh, you know, w w w one of the things that, that I always like about the artists that we have on this show is that S Samantha is not one of those people that she, she won't just tell people she's going to go follow them. She's going to go like their stuff. She actually does it. So Eyes, yes. how do we find you on social media so, so we can promote your stuff and get your stuff out there? <laughs> she even got her phone ready to go. So, so oh, Samantha's just waiting. So you can follow me at Miss Eyes, M-S-E-Y-E-Z on Instagram. I'm on TikTok at It's Eyes. And, and, and you know, on my um, Instagram page, I have my link tree. So on there, you can see my websites, my uh, Bandcamp page, Spotify, and some of my other social medias as well. Awesome. awesome. So that was Miss Eyes. I'm on IG now. Yeah, Miss Eyes, M-S-E-Y-E-Z. We're going we're to see if Samantha finds it. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, so Samantha, um, you know, she's right up your alley as far as uh, being connected on social media and all these things. Uh, what, what kind of questions do you have for her today? Oh, well, what do you like? What current projects do you have going on and, and everything for 2021? So go for it. You know, I just released that yesterday and I'm so happy about that. Um, I'm so excited um, to be, um, I'm not going to be performing per se because of the pandemic, but I do have some tricks up my sleeves other than the typical Instagram live performances. So I do have some surprises coming up. Um, for my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube uh, slash Eyes Pop Music. It's on my link tree on my Instagram page. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be performing. Um, it just won't be um, in the traditional sense, a big crowd, et cetera, mm -hmm. or a crowd, <laughs> like, in general. But I do plan on uh, working in the studio. Um, I was asked by some very nice artists to do a collaboration with, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a couple other projects um, in the works. That's awesome. Awesome. So who were some of your influences, Eyes? Well, some of my influences are very... Um, I'm so happy. Uh, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers... And uh, Jimmy Merchant, one of the original members, the original boy band. I actually um, talk to him quite often now. He's like a mentor to me. So, and I, I totally appreciate that, you know, that you can grow up listening to your favorite artists and one day get to work with them. So uh, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, Aaliyah, Michael Jackson, Judy Garland, 
Um, you know, I also have a lot of classical influences. Um, Schubert, my mom pointed out that a lot of my scales, uh, it sounds like something that came from Schubert because I use a lot of descending scales. Bach is one of my favorite classical musicians. I think that we are all influenced by his music and even his influences were influenced by someone else just as popular as he is. And um, a lot of the techniques that we use, um, not just um, in music, but in marketing as well, you know, he kind of paved the way for that. Um, Mozart, Beethoven, um, um, oh, my favorite. Oh, my God, my favorite. He just slipped my mind. I was about to say it. But Carmen, he created mm -hmm. Carmen. Uh, Bizet. Uh, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have classical um, influences as well. Um so, yeah, but, you know, my genre is pop. You know, I mix the classical, the the teen, <laughs> teen, doo-wop, you know, uh, Judy Garland. I mean, she can sing so beautifully. And I really think that a lot of times when people hear a good singer, they're hearing a part of Judy Garland's influence as well. So I could talk about that forever. I noticed I just went on. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah <laughs> that makes an artist when you when you um tap into all sorts of different genres so that that's great yeah i think that's awesome that's awesome so uh your your album that you've got out there and so, some of the different things that you're doing what, what what's been the feedback you've been getting on social media and everything on social media um you know most people call me directly so a lot of people see me on social media, but they do not click like. <laughs> they do not do anything. And out of the blue, out of nowhere, I might get a phone call. I might get an email from somebody I haven't talked to in five years. Like, yeah, so I saw you posting something. And then it's like, well, why didn't you click like? It was like, well, I wanted to talk to you about this or this project or that project. So that's the kind of feedback that I've been getting, that people like my stuff that I post, which I'm glad, you know, but it helps the algorithm if you comment and click like or share it or something. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So Eyes uh, with us today. She joins us live here on 990 WBOB out there in Rhode Island, of all places. And uh, you can also find us on iHeartRadio as well. She is uh, just an amazing artist. She, she, she's well-spoken, well-presented. She, she's got her shit together, Samantha. What, 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 what do you think about this? Uh-oh, I think I lost Samantha. No, there's Samantha. Oh, she does. I'm in a actually about to share her thing in my story. Oh, <laughs> on it. So, so, so Samantha's on it there, eyes. She, uh, Thank she's, you. she's, she's, she, she, she's trying to real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See, so Samantha, Samantha doesn't screw around. She, she's not like some, some of these people that do these radio shows where they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to listen to your music. Oh, blah, blah. and then they oh, never yeah. play it. They never do any of that. So yeah, when, 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 when Samantha figures out where, where, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and everything, she's on it. Yeah. Facebook is, is harder to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on there that often. So, 
Oh, if you really? Me up on there, and and it's like I haven't posted since 1976. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I got Facebook unlocked too, though. I share like a lot of artists' work on there and the stories. They call it like they call it like BT MTV on the stories. So that's on lock too. I got all social media locked. <laughs> okay. Well, just to uh, show that support. Y- Thank y- you, though. I mean, artists, we appreciate that. And see, You're that's welcome. that's that's the thing. That's why that's why we do this thing. <laughs> so uh, so eyes, where 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 do you see yourself after this whole pandemic thing's over and shows start happening again and and all these things? Well, I definitely want to do a concert, just an outdoor like festival. I'm talking about a big one because. Because, um, you know, it's not that I've done a lot of them. It's just, you know, I think that after the shutdown, I'm still going to be a little bit on edge about doing clubs and those type of shows um, at full capacity. But I would love to do a festival, an outdoor event um, with big speakers blaring. I've done quite I've done a few of those and it was always fun. Uh, Because, you know, people can kind of randomly pick where they want to stand, you know, without a lot of restriction. So I would definitely be interested in um, doing live shows like that. That's something that I definitely want. And so you say see myself and I'm talking about what I want. So I see myself. (laughs) So I see myself doing like outdoor concerts. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you uh you 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 definitely are 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 quite the uh quite the artist and uh some of the different things that you've got coming up it it it's it's awesome that 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 you're doing all the things that you're doing well thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it so uh as we wrap up here with you my friend uh I guess run it down for us one more time as far as uh where where we can get your stuff and Get involved with what you're doing and, and everything else. Yeah, so my Instagram is at Miss Eyes, M-S-E-Y-E-Z. Um, my music is available on Spotify. My latest single is entitled Go For It. So it j- was just released yesterday. So if you have a Spotify, it's on Spotify. It's on Amazon Music. Um, I'm definitely on Bandcamp. That would be eyes.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-E-Z.bandcamp which that helps the artists a lot because the money comes to us directly. So wow. I appreciate That's awesome. that. <laughs> so. That's awesome. That's great. Well, uh, I appreciate it. Eyes. Thanks for doing this, my friend. And, uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Definitely. Have, have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. All right. You too. Bye. Thank you. There Bye. she goes. There goes eyes. And, uh, we have got our next guest coming up. Uh, he has just joined us. And uh, how are you, sir? Good, man. How y'all doing, man? Pretty good, actually. So, uh, so Hash, you, you are going to be coming to uh, Kansas, of all places, in uh, 4th of July weekend. <laughs> yeah, 4th of July weekend. July 3rd, we're going to be in Manhattan, in Aggieville, at the Manhattan wow so uh 
So tell me a little bit about how you're involved in this thing, because uh, there's all sorts of artists that are on this thing. Yeah, there's all sorts of artists. So, you know, um, two, two Fourth of Julys ago, me and Miz was on another uh, show out in Junction City. And I mean, it was it was lit. You know, I mean, it was uh, it was crazy. Like they ran out of alcohol before the before the before the <laughs> middle of the night. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, people couldn't get in all that. So we looked at each other and was like, man, we need to do this again. But we need to be behind this. So he hit me up in December and was like, man, let's make it happen. So I started putting it together. You know what I mean? Then everybody played a part. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, we, you know, we all put this together as a collective. It just started with a spark. That's awesome. That is that is yeah. that is tremendous. So, uh, th- this this event, um, give me a little bit more details. What what when when is it? And uh, how do people get tickets and and all these things? Man, so it's July third in Manhattan, Kansas, at the Manhattan in Aggieville. Um, we do have a ticket link that is posted up. Um, if you if if you were like to Google the venue, I'm sure they would be able yeah. to get through it like that. But um, other than that, like you know, if you can find one of the artists on social media, we're all posting the, the ticket link so yeah. people can go ahead and get the pre-sale tickets like that right there. It is a, as of right now a limited capacity event due to the COVID restrictions, but most likely to open up by the time we get to uh, July 3rd. So we're looking forward to you know, packing that place out and having a good time like we do every time we down there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, mm-hmm. Samantha, th- 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 this is your guy, so I'm sure you've got some questions for him. Oh, uh, yeah, this is my this is my day one right here sure. in the building. Sure. So yeah. how, how are you feeling about this show we got going on, man? Like the, the American way, you know, we got it. You American know, way. Right? I'm I'm just I'm excited, man. I'm anticipating it, and I I love the way um, actually Miz came up with the title of the show, um, the American Way, and his thing was just you know about all of us artists of you know I mean coming together from different entities coming together collectively, which you usually don't see within the community to make some things like this happen. You know, I, from what I understand, like there hasn't been no rap concerts in Aggieville since 2001. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, to be a part of, uh, you know, opening that door back up in that area right there is huge for us as well. You know, so so that's a that's a big thing. So like, you know, we got um, the network that we've created. You know, I me mean, that we've been collaborating with as artists and um, and other things. Um, Pen Game Classic, um, who used to live in, well, I think he went to Manhattan High School. You know, I mean, so he had some ties out there, and we were all connected in one way or the other. You know, so when we all lived in Kansas at one point in time, um, but other than that, man, it's just it was just great how he just all came together. And like I said, everybody played, a, you know, everybody did different things to to make it happen. So now we just, uh, you know, showing and proving and continually showing that this is just, you know, we're doing more than just talking. You know, saying so we actually moving and moving as a unit. Right. Facts. Talking about it, being about it, and I'm humble because I'm working yeah. a red carpet yeah. for you. <laughs> man, I am I I am excited. I'm excited for this to go down, man. This is gonna be big, man. This is gonna be a good night, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's gonna be a vibe for real. So I'm excited for this to go down. I can't wait. You know what I mean? 
Like, I'm not one to wish my days away, but July 3rd, I wish it just hurry up and get here, you know what I mean? So we can go ahead and do this, you know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> I know. Can't wait to see really the team good. again, you know, all the team together. Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole thing, so another thing, Jiggy, that we're doing with it, so we are um, doing like a docu-series, like a documentary behind this. You know what I mean? Awesome. And this American Way show is going to be just the, the build-up to, to this, and then this is just the climax of it all. You know what I mean? Which we'll be releasing a documentary after, you know, some months after the show with the soundtrack and all that stuff. So we got a lot of stuff behind this, you know what I mean? And it's just, I mean, it's just great to be a part of this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, okay, t- tell me a little bit more about this documentary idea. <laughs> well, so the documentary idea just came in. This is how this all formulated. You know, we was just, the way that we were just all coming together and just connecting, we were like, man, that would be dope if we just took it just to another level and, you know, got in the business of, like, you know, TV, you know. So I wanted to create, like, Survival TV as another outlet, you know what I mean? And doing things like that would be a part of it, you know what I mean? So like the docu-series was like one of the first ideas that we had came up with. And just the shows like, you know, just the daily grind for underground artists in these different areas and these different regions. We all live in different places, but we're all connected, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, just putting together like, and now that we have this show together, you know what I mean? Like, that's definitely the climax to it. That's why I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, th- that's huge. That's going to be like, that's going to bring it all together. Just to come, it's going to put it together exactly how I, like, I envisioned it when I first started thinking about doing this. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, we're going to release the docuseries. Still thinking about how we're going to do that. I don't know if we're going to stream it from our site. Maybe talk to Roku TV. I don't know. Something like that. You know what I mean? And just try to take it to a level like that. We're going to have some videographers in the house. Uh, for the night of the show that's going to be filming it for us and um, you know I mean specifically filming that day that leading up to the show so it's going to be big it's going to be a good look trying to do things that ain't nobody doing opening and opening doors and creating avenues and and different ideas you know awesome awesome well you have uh, definitely got quite the deal here with all this this, this, this is great yeah, man, it's it's a lot of work, but you know it doesn't even feel like it because it's just you know I just I just love doing putting stuff together like this, you know what I mean? Just being a part of a, a a network like the one that we have going on right now, where we're just building and and we're just propelling everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody's just propelling off each other to to another level, and it's just fun to watch and fun to be a part of. So uh, with, with this whole thing, uh. Is this going to be something you guys are going to do every year if this works? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, in, in different ways, too. But, yeah, definitely something every year. If we, if we pull it off like we like we plan to, it's definitely going to be a staple because, you know, they won't let us in to Sundown Salute in Junction City. Even though we're from there, we make more noise than a lot of fans. They won't let us into that. So, you know, we're going to create our own uh celebration you know what I'm saying we might even just take it off of uh july 4th and start doing it on juneteenth <laughs> you know what I mean? something like that but like yeah it's gonna be an annual thing that we're gonna keep doing it. it's gonna be a celebration 
Mm-hmm. See, I, 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 my, my, uh, my experience with the Sundown Salute is what one year we interviewed Fog Hat, one year we interviewed Eddie Money, and the interview with Eddie Money almost uh, got me and Ross arrested and thrown out of the park. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we had shown up to do this interview with Eddie Money, and I had gotten everything, you know, confirmed and, and everything. We showed up and did it, and the, uh, Power Hits 97.5 found out that we were there and they had supposedly spent quote unquote a lot of money to sponsor this concert and uh, they were mad as hell that they didn't get an interview with Eddie Money and I'm like well should have emailed him (laughs) 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 and at one point they tried to have us arrested and uh, some of Junction City's finest said told them I can't throw them out of a public park (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so yeah it's it it i i would have to say that it's it's a good idea you guys are doing your own event because if they won't let you play on the field just move the damn game right just you know and <laughs> and uh, you know and we've seen it work it worked last time you know and it worked the time before that so you know we're not really pressed to see how it works out you know all of us have, have ties down there and um uh, we get a lot of our support from that area right there, so and a lot of love. So I don't see it, you know. I mean, I see it happening like just how we see it, maybe even better. You know what I mean? Because it's a better venue this time. Like I said last yeah. time, they had alcohol; they couldn't even handle the capacity that we bring. You know, they was doubting us, so we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it on a, on a large scale. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great, yeah. brother. Yep. And I want to stress, they put, all the artists, all of us, we put our own money into this in the, in the venue, organizing it ourselves. We didn't use any middleman. Like, this was all from, we all put it together. So that's yeah, makes that's it even more, dope. it's like yeah, our that, baby. That's the beauty of it all. You know what I'm saying? We self, we did it ourselves. You know, we, we, we carve our own lane and we do it our way. You know what I mean? And then when we're successful, you know, those that salute us will celebrate with us. That's awesome. I think that's great that you guys pretty much just doing your own thing. And if it if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it's because you guys didn't work hard enough. I think that's fucking awesome. Hey, that's that's, that's bottom line. Is is it's only gonna work as hard as we make it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But we're all behind it. You know what I mean? Like I said, and um, I have no doubts. You know, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a turn up. You know what I mean? They're gonna show up. You know, we got too many. Like, listen, I think people are—they don't even understand the firepower that we have on this on this show. You know what I mean? Like, there is some dope artists from beginning to end. Any one of these artists could be a headliner on any show. You know what I mean? There is a lot of energy on this show right here. So it, there's no way. There's too much good energy coming out of these vibes right here. That's great. Drop the whole lineup. Matter of fact, just drop the whole lineup. Man, you got Show, who's sitting right next to me right here. Formerly known as Show, his name is Naeem now. You got Jay Miz, you got Drew Yates, you got Pen Game Classic, you have myself, then you have SG Comma, you have Case Bucky, a couple of uh, talented artists that are coming down from Colorado and Alaska to come out there and rock with us, you know what I'm saying? So Alaska, it, it, they're, they're, they're coming to Kansas from Alaska. They demo. Demo and Super Dave on the ones and twos. Of course, you can't have a you can't have a show 
without Demo and Super Dave. Right, it don't get no better than that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, shout out to the DJs. You know, they gonna keep. You know how they do it. They gonna keep. They gonna keep it live up, and it's gonna be lit. That's awesome. Well, okay, so 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 I, I have to ask this question: If Demo and Super Dave are gonna be there. Is Weasel Wazell gonna be, be, be somewhere near the uh, near the vicinity? Who? <laughs> we have got uh, a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Hash joins us. So so Hash, you have got all sorts of ways for people to contact you. How do people get you on social media? Man, Hash got bars on everything. At Hash got bars on everything. Hash got bars on Instagram. Hash got bars on Facebook. Hashgotbars.com. If you go to hashgotbars.com, you can find me anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Just type in Hash got bars and you're going to see this mug right here. You know, all this music that I got, this whole catalog full of music. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to just keep adding to and we just the energy, Jiggy. You know what I'm saying? The energy. You feel me? You got a little bit of everything. I think that's great. Everything. They got some new clothing that just dropped. You know what I mean? Some fire clothing, a little fire club I did with my homeboy Larry. Larry Drunk, you know what I'm saying, from Drunkwear. Uh, it's a varsity jacket. Um, so very proud of that piece right there. I feel like I leveled up the whole brand, you know what I'm saying, with that piece right there. So make sure y'all go check that out, whoever's watching. You know what I'm saying? My brother Pen Game just dropped some track suits. You know what I mean? Everybody. Everybody at the show got too much. It's like a, a bunch of coming to. Uh, I think it's great, but I think it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. just making stuff happen, man. I think I'm it's happy. awesome. <laughs> I think it's great. So, uh, I guess, but before we let you go, my friend, uh, run it down for me one more time. How do people get tickets and and get involved with the show and everything? So look, you can find me at anywhere on my social media. If you want to find me, you can get tickets for, at Hash Got Bars on everything. I didn't posted a ticket link um, on my. We didn't follow any artist that's on the show. Everybody's posting a ticket link everywhere, going crazy. Or look up the uh, the the Manhattan in Manhattan, Kansas, and you can find a ticket link on their website as well to get pre-sale tickets for the show. Or you could join my raffle that I got going on right now. I have four tickets to give away, and I'm just asking people to share the flyer and follow a certain artist of the week. You know what I'm saying? So um, look for that on my Facebook page. Um, I got a couple free tickets to give away, too. Awesome. And I got those, I got those press passes, four press passes for your crew to come through you know what I'm hey saying? i think we're gonna have a hell of a fun time and i can't wait to see some of the old some of the old junction city crew i uh, uh in the bill hey it's gonna be all in manhattan it's gonna be junction in mass to take over that weekend it's gonna be you know how we do it you know how the junction boys do it it's gonna be litty i think that's you know. awesome well uh well, I appreciate you making time for us today, Samantha. Thanks, thanks for hooking us up today yeah. with Hash for this thing. And, uh, yeah, that's what I do. And uh, Hash, we will we will talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks for doing this. Sir, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Man, y'all have a good day. Appreciate it, brother. There he right. goes, Hash. Yeah. And uh, 
Samantha, he is he is quite the uh, quite the fired up individual. He, he's ready. I even I have the concert like the ticket link all over my social media too. So we <laughs> 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 going in. <laughs> We're going in, Jiggy. This this is going to be fun. You you guys are going to have all sorts of things happening up there with all sorts of different people. And, uh, you know, if Sundown Salute won't, won't let the Junction City people in, then we'll just take the party to Manhattan. Right. <laughs> just do it that way. Sundown Salute, you know what I'm saying? It's the takeover. And uh, I just need help. I'm figuring out what color dress I'm going to rock for this red carpet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as we continue here, we are going to uh, get our next guest in here. I'm going to uh, hope. That I can uh, I can make this work here on Skype because uh, sometimes Skype works, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's a it's a really good thing, and sometimes it's just terrible, as Charles Barkley would say, terrible, terrible. And uh, <laughs> so uh, if if you follow Samantha on the on the old social media, you can uh, you can get your tickets for this big show in. Junction City, and I think we've got our next guest joining us. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I guess you're talking to me, right? Yes, I've got you. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. We cannot see you. Are you going to be able to do video okay, with us today? You because my camera is off, maybe. Let me see. Yes. Uh, no, you can see. Look at that. There you are. In all your glory. Look at that. Am I brewery? Uh, no, in all your glory. Ah, my glory. glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who do we have uh, on the uh, under you? We have we have me, and we have the fabulous and talented Samantha Lavelle, who is uh, busier than a ferret in a jello fight these days. Uh, <laughs> she is she is a manager, a promoter, a booker, a PR person. Uh, she, she, she's just amazing. Host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you name it. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend, for the, for the folks that are, that are hearing you for the first time, uh, bring us up to speed and you give us a little bit of an introduction here on yourself, my friend. Yes. Why not? So, well, my name is Reeving as we all know. Yes, and uh, I am in Berlin right now. You're in Berlin. Uh, I am, uh, well, you know, I do pop music. I am a singer, then I do songwriting. So I sing and uh, you know, write and sing my own music. I released my uh, debut uh, track last year. It's called I'll Never Say Sorry during Pride Month. And then I released in the meantime other tracks. Uh, the, uh, the last one was called Distance. I think it's the one that, yeah, you probably know about it. Yeah, I sent yes, it there. Yes, And Distance was, you know, I wrote Distance last year, like in March, during the first lockdown. And, uh, yeah, I, I, the idea was to write uh, yeah, a song that, uh, the track, you know, I don't know if you remember, but during those months, it's like you were, like the, the social media were 
full of songwriters. Everybody was like writing stuff on COVID because it was the vibe of that time, you know, the very first lockdown. And it was very depressive, you know, like, I don't know what it was a lot. And so I said, okay, I'm going to write a song on uh, about COVID, you know, these times. And I call it Distance. But the idea was to make a track that it was, you know, uh, uplifting and like a dance pop. And, uh, you know, they would give a good vibe. And, uh, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope, uh, I, yeah, I, got, I reached my goal. Awesome. Awesome. So yes. uh, how, how, how do people get a hold of you on social media and websites and all these things? Yeah, okay. The website is easy. It's Rivin, R-I-V-I-N, RivinMusic.com. And that's the same one on Instagram. And uh, if you go there, then you will find me everywhere, like on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Yeah, easy. So Rivin, R-I-V-I-N. So uh, we have got Samantha Lavelle with us today. We also have the fantastic DJ Dan has just joined us. And um, so, uh, so Samantha, do you have any questions for, for our guest while we have him here? Yeah, so what do we have? Anything new coming up in 2021? Yes, yeah, so we had already to start, but the, the next one is on the 2nd of April, and it's called uh, Give You Up. And uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a different track. It's a little bit spacey and atmospheric. And uh, I think if we want to go to the lyrics, it's about... Uh, um, you know, um, learning from uh, our, because it also has a little bit to do with the COVID thing, you know, the distance and the, the isolation and stuff. And uh, so the track is about, you know, learning from uh, our mistakes, uh, you know, no regrets, just learning from mistakes and become a better, per better person. That is pretty much maybe the message of the song. It's a quite it's a cool song. Yeah. And it's 2nd of April. I received the confirmation today from the distributor. Mm. Awesome. Yes. Love that. Awesome. Yes, yes. And then I will be releasing uh, every six weeks because my idea is to release every six weeks. Uh, and the album is will be out on uh, in September. So okay. what what is what is the idea behind the releasing music every six weeks? Well, listen, you know, uh, oh, my God, this is the, the whole digital marketing and digital era we live in, right? And so the uh, every every time we release something is the opportunity that we have to work on social media and get exposure. So okay. people say, should, should you go out with an album or not? I think uh, no. I mean, unless you are... Uh, established as an artist because uh, if you release a single you know a track you have you can work on each single on a different promotion and campaign you know so you can keep on uh, you know putting material and content uh, out there and also they in terms of algorithm you know on spotify etc they say i mean i know there are artists i know artists that actually release even every three four weeks which is i think it's super crazy but there are many <laughs> people who do it i think i cannot yeah. go under the six weeks because you know you want to plan promotion and you make the best out of it you know 
but it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, but it's necessary. That's great. I'm starting out. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. So, who are some of your musical heroes and influences? My influences. Ah, uh, listen, there are so many. And now I am also because now I'm working with uh, with a producer from uh, um, uh, Paris. He works for The Voice France, and he's really good. And uh, you will hear his sound a lot also in distance. There, this. Uh, last track he is very much into the into the 80s so this is something actually that also inspires me a lot because you know i think in the 80s and also the 90s they had uh, they had the the melody line the melody was uh, you know was very strong i think had uh, there was a lot of attention into the melody line and how melodic uh, pop sounded. It since I have very I'm very melody driven. For me, uh, it's nice to hear uh, like uh, songs with the story and the strong melody uh, instead of a repetition, a repetition, repetition. So maybe this is why I get inspired. And if we go one even go before that, my big hero <laughs> ever is David Bowie. I mean, he is absolutely my <laughs> great inspiration. I think he's absolutely, he was absolutely the best. Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah, go, Dan. Um, go, Dan. It's only because I know a producer in Paris who does 80s music. Um, who, who is it? Who's your guy? Yes, it, are you talking, Juno. Yeah, exactly. Do you know him? No, no. I was just wondering if it's the same person. It's Juno, yeah. Juno. Yeah. It's a uh, J... My, it's a different person. I just thought that maybe it was the same person because, you know, what are the chances? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, Paris, 80s, you never know, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's called Jean, Jean uh, Couteau or something, but his, uh, the artist's name is uh, Gino, Gino, actually, Gino. Gino. I'll have a G-J-I-N-E-O, something, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I yeah, was, yeah. I was really holding out hope that, that you guys do the same dude. I was, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, really yeah. holding out hope that he he was gonna say, "Oh, well, I produced this blah blah blah." And Dan's like, "Oh my god, I know him." And we were good, but damn it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the war can be small. That's true. Actually, <laughs> never know. <laughs> Well, you, you you never know. I I never thought you know after having Samantha on 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 this on this radio program for uh, for several months that she would be coming and hosting a red carpet event in in uh, two hours away from me on Fourth of July, and I'm like, well, I gotta throw everything out the window and go to this uh, go to this event Fourth of July weekend now. Yeah, your holiday is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, but before we let you go, my friend, how, how do we uh, yes. how do we get in touch with you online and buy your music and everything? Yes, I mean I am like on uh, every platform as everybody. I am also on Bandcamp, and this is also where you can find me with the uh, same name, same name, Riven Music, because you know Bandcamp is also the good way to you know sell directly your stuff without uh, yes. going through the streaming uh, thing. Otherwise, I'm on, I'm everywhere. I think if you like uh, want to hear my stuff, the the best way is to. 
head to my website, which is, as I said, rivinmusic.com. And then there are the links to everything. The note, you have the Vivo channel, YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. All we need to have. Awesome. Well, uh, yes. as we wrap up here with everybody, I want to. Uh, I guess we'll start. Uh, we, we we heard from our guest there, Samantha. How do we uh, get in touch with you and everything? All right. Well, you can hit that lovely search button on a Google and type Samantha Lavelle, and my Instagram comes up. You know, Samantha underscore L E A V. My Facebook as Samantha Lavelle. My TikTok as Samantha underscore L E A V, and Twitter at Samantha L E A V. I'm there. You're Googleable, my friend. I think that is so awesome. I think that is so great. And uh, Dan, how, how do we listen to you in the United Kingdom, my friend? Yeah, my show is on Leicester 107.5 FM, and that's a drive time show every weekday, 5 till 6 p.m. Look at that. And uh, it is 990 WBOB today, iHeartRadio as well. And um, Samantha, I will talk to you next week, my friend. Thanks for doing this. Yes, thank you. And uh, and Dan, I will talk to you here in like uh, a minute and a half. And uh, and, and our guest, uh, thank you, sir. This has been an honor and a privilege. And uh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all the best and I'll see you and hear you soon. Thank you. Dan, where are you at in UK? Where are you, London or Leicester? Leicester. Oh, Leicester, okay. Because I'm moving back to London too. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let them have have their conversation there and uh we will <laughs> we will get back with dan here in just a few seconds and uh if you want to find us on the old facebook oh the facebook you can do so over there facebook.com slash the cheeky check and uh that wraps it up here from our big broadcast catch us on the mix on tuesdays by the way if you want to uh, want to say hello to us and uh we will inevitably see you next time Ooh.